0: goodness we are halfway through the season and brandon the adam hopefully back on twitter with elon musk <laughs> the fantasy gods have not been kind so far this year it's rough these types of shows as much as it's good for the people that were out there recording trying to figure out these flex plays every single week i'm trying to figure out my damn flex plays in my leagues every single yeah. week so It just makes these shows so much more important. So thanks for joining us, DFS Army community. We appreciate you tuning in. Of course, we're here to talk about the Week 8 Fantasy Football slate in terms of flex plays for your season-long league. And let's just get a little administration out of the way, Brandon. We have a couple teams on by this week, and they're both very fantasy-relevant teams. Of course, the Kansas City Chiefs are on by, and those Los Angeles Chargers are on by so that's kind of a good thing last week was by McGagedon I don't know what you ran in but I was challenged in some of my deeper dynasty leagues to actually start a reasonable roster of players yeah but this week's also interesting because we've got some pretty big names that are going to be missing time Debo Samuel's going to be out we know DK Metcalf's going to be missing an um, extended amount of time Ezekiel elliott has been ruled out for the game James Connor Michael Thomas Jarvis Landry Corey Davis. Cuba Hubbard, It's there's a lot of fantasy starters right now that are not going to be playing. So as a whole, Brandon, we're halfway through the season. Does it feel like that there's been more injuries this season than past years, or is it just because we're in the heat of battle and it always feels like it every single
1: year? It's just taking rounds the same as every year, I think. I think it, there's always that time of the year where it's just like a flood of injuries happen. I mean, this it's right on cue. You know, week eight, like it's dead, dead middle of the season. So I can yep. see it right now. I mean, it could stack up. Honestly, in the next month, it could stack up. Yeah, but yeah, once yeah. the once those, uh, I think the hardened teams and players will be will show in the next couple of weeks where the healthy teams will just rise. Yeah, man.
0: Like it's 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 tough right now. It's tough right now. But that's why we're here. So let's let's not bury the lead, as they say. Give me your locked and loaded flex play for Week Eight that you're gonna. Brennan's Adams personal guarantee. We got.
1: I got Devontae Smith. The last time I was this confident about Devontae Smith, I didn't say anything, and that was in uh, that was in Week Three when he erupted for a monster game for 169 yards and a touchdown. And he has a just a, a sick matchup this week against uh, uh, Witherspoon from um, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. And it's just Pittsburgh has been atrocious against the wide receiver position. They're second worst in the league against the position. Um, Devontae Smith is getting a hell of a target share in his offense. And he's being treated at, you know, as a almost a one. He has a 24% target share. That's 20th in the league. You know, I think... I think it's time for this. They've had two weeks to prepare. I just feel like they're going to identify this matchup and just attack it. Um, I honestly think AJ Brown and both Devontae Smith have monster games, but I think Devontae Smith could have that kind of game where it's going to be like you know thirty points, like type of eruption. So definitely start Devontae Smith because he has he has everything going his way for the matchup.
0: Well, and here's the thing, right? We were worried when A.J. Brown was traded to Philly that they just wouldn't pass the ball enough right. to make Devonta Smith relevant. But to your point, I mean, A.J. Brown is rocking that just absolutely disgusting 30% target share, which we'd love to see. But to your point, Devonta Smith, 24% on the season. And it's That's been pretty great. consistent every single week. Like, he's getting the targets every single week. So it's this consolidated yep. target share. And it's really, it's, it's Devonta Smith, it's A.J. Brown, and then it's Dallas Goddard, who's averaging close to 20%. So it's those three guys in that offense. And, of course, you also to run the ball. So, yeah, I mean, in these lower – it's kind of what we hoped with Rashad Bateman. You and I were, were commiserating about Rashad Bateman before the ah. show started. Just about, like, okay, in these run-first type offenses – do you are you comfortable rostering any of the skill position players, especially the wide receivers? And and sometimes, mm-hmm. be, especially for the wide receiver too, usually the answer is no. We don't want to, right? You're going to go for the top guy, the top guy only. But we've seen it where Demonte Smith is getting enough action in the passing game to actually be fantasy relevant every single week. This week he goes up against the Steelers, who they your your mom and dad's Steelers, ladies and gentlemen. No, like they're they're, they're, it's, they, they they're toast. All look good.
1: They're toast. I yeah. think that I think they're going to be uh pretty bad in the next couple of years, to be honest.
0: Well, so you brought up an interesting point again. We were kind of chatting before the show here, and it's not one of our flex plays per se, but you were suggesting that maybe Chase Claypool could be showcased, mm-hmm. as it were, sure. this week. But sure. I, 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 do you think that's I, my my counter to that was I think we're giving the Pittsburgh Steelers offense too much credit to be even be to even be able. To, to to shadow him. I mean, right now you got Deontay Johnson, who's absolutely demanding like the the lion's share twenty seven percent of the targets. George Pickens is is around seventeen percent, and Chase Claypool is around seventeen percent. So
1: I mean, right. It, Chase, I just, just, <sighs> just go ahead. I I just feel like with the buzz that he that we have at the trade deadline with Chase, um, with Green Bay um, wanting supposedly to get after him to go to Green Bay, but I just feel like. If you're gonna if you're gonna try and showcase him, he has a hell of a matchup as well. He has the best matchup of the wide receiver group this week against uh, Avante Maddox. Uh, he's seventy first rated cornerback and coverage rating. Um, I think Chase Claypool can really take advantage of that matchup um, if Kenny Pickett can get the time to do so. Um, and like, mm-hmm. I just like the fact that he's operating out of the slot 71% of the time. That's third in the league. That's pretty, that's pretty hefty in the slot. And we like how we, we love those slot receivers because they can, they have a lot of choice routes in that um position. So I think, I think uh, Chase could erupt here, but you know, I've been making parlays for that game and I have a George Pickens touchdown this week because um, I just feel like he's going to get a, a lot of one-on-one opportunities with the, uh, granted against good good corners, but I think his talent is telling us that he can play against almost anybody in the league. So let's I, he's, he, he's a possible eruption guy as well. But if the Steelers are smart and if they were able to and if they really wanted to trade Chase, they're either going to showcase him or they're just not going to play him because they know they're going to trade him. So they don't want him to get yeah. hurt. Those are the, those are the two scenarios. Chase Claypool this week
0: is the definition of hopium.
1: You know. <laughs> oh, so good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's too risky, it's too risky. But no, no, it I mean is. on the other side of the ball, start start your stud wide receivers in Philly. And another high-scoring game this week, we got of course the Detroit Lions playing one of the highest over-unders of the week going up against Miami. And I like Josh Reynolds in this game, man. J.J. Oh. Chark, we know he's on, on IR. The, uh, our our beautiful, sweet boy, baby boy, DeAndre Swift, is finally back this week, man.
1: It's yes, finally happening. God. But oh, my
0: God. Thank God. You have to assume they're going to probably ease him in, right? And I, yeah. look, Josh Reynolds in a 51.5 over-under with 24 implied team points, Josh Reynolds is going to have to be involved in this offense. And the thing is, is that he is averaging six targets per game but he's also getting those high club red zone target or red zone targets he ranks seventh in the league with nine red zone targets on the season 92 percent route participation he's actually getting a decent a dot he's got a an a dot of 13 yards which is actually ranked 20th in the league so all the peripherals are there for josh reynolds to actually be able to come out and have a fantasy relevant week Really, what it comes down to is, are the Lions going to be able to execute to the point where they can keep up with this Miami offense? Because Tua last week didn't look the sharpest, but we know what they've been able to do. Yeah. So and I think this. Is Tyreek. Really Ty- Tyreek.
1: Tyreek Hill came out on Twitter said he's going to play. He's going to play better this week. So I think he's going to get in the box. I think he's going to go for one thirty. Or you know, I think he, I think he's just, I think he's gonna just have a monster, monster, one of those Tyree kill weeks. Um, I think, uh, I think this game shoots out in a big way. Um, I, I, I love this game. I think it's great. I think DeAndre Swift. I think if DeAndre Swift plays, I think he, that's more than. I think that's telling us that he's 100% ready to go. So I don't see yeah. them kind of, I don't see them really easing him in. I think he's going to play. Uh if the, if he's going to rock it, the my, history has shown these players that come off of long injuries and once they play, you just play them because they are finally 100% healthy.
0: So one thing I wonder and sometimes we, we maybe dig a little bit too much into these you know peripheral metrics, but The Detroit Lions are 28th in the league in terms of runs, snaps played per game. So they're averaging 55 snaps per game. That's low. Compare that even to Miami. Miami surprisingly is low as well with 60 snaps per game, ranking 21st. So it's two bottom half of the league in terms of plays, run per game, and yet we're still projecting this game as one of the highest, if actually not the
1: highest, over-under on the week. Explosive plays. What's? I wonder if there's a metric to measure explosive plays for – teams um that's I'm something sure i'd be interested that I'm, I'm that would be something i'm interested to see but i be i guarantee you both of those offenses are up there in the league for explosive plays and that's probably it's because they finish from a long distance you know like yeah. they have long touchdowns
0: they don't see <laughs> that's actually a sharp observation it's not so much that they 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 don't need to, to run as many plays because they've got the explosive plays so they can be more effective they're just more efficient i that, that's why we have you on the show brandon Very cute observation. And another reason why we have you on the show is because you've got a second flex play that you want people to know about.
1: Yes. This is my guy. Brandon Ayukin is going to kill it. I think this is his week. I think Debo being down is going to get this kid a volume funnel. Uh, He's last two weeks had 11 targets per per game. I think this guy is about to have himself at least – Eleven targets per game this week. I could see it pushing up towards fifteen if this is a if this game gets going. Um, I just feel with the addition of Christian McCaffrey, this is it's going to actually free up um, IUK in a way because a lot of those uh, safety play safeties are going to gamble, linebackers are going to gamble on CMC. They're going to be more interested in stopping CMC versus Ayuk, which is probably going to give him some nice matchups one-on-one with who guess who Jalen Ramsey. Um, I think Jalen Ramsey has been garbage this year and let's uh, let's just attack that, that, that uh, position because he is struggling. I think he's struggling as a number one corner this year. And, you know, it's just, I feel Ayuk is going to have the volume to overcome anything this week that could go negative against him.
0: Yeah, I no, mean, you no have, Debo. Brandon Ayuk is still also averaging twenty three percent target share. So with no Debo, he's probably going to yeah. be up north of thirty percent. Thirty, I get and, yep,
1: thirty, easy.
0: Yeah, and in PPR leagues, I mean, they're allowing the twenty first most fantasy points. This mm-hmm. uh, San Francisco or that uh, the Rams defense? The Rams defense? They, they is don't not good. Look, no, it looks like father time is starting to catch up to them. I mean, what could have possibly gone wrong when they bring in like an Allen Robinson type player to be the savior of the league? Like yeah. the team, it's,
1: it's just not. It's going downhill quick for them. And I think yeah. they're going to crash hard when it happens. Um, I actually think it for the, for, for the next five years, just, you know, the Seattle Seahawks, the Arizona Cardinals, and the Niners are way more positioned for the future than them.
0: Here's the thing though, okay? And this is what I think people tend to forget, is that everybody's like, what's wrong with Matthew Stafford? Did the Detroit Lions actually win that trade? No, the Rams won a Super Bowl last year.
1: Exactly. The Rams they got won that there. trade. Yep. So don't, yes. don't, don't
0: be stupid. Like, don't be naive about this stuff, okay? Yeah, exactly. And then we're so quick to forget the fact that for pretty much the entire offseason, Matthew Stafford wasn't throwing the effing ball. He was right? hurt. His shoulder was hurt the hurt. entire offseason. And then they were managing his throws through training camp, and then finally they ramped him up. Are we, are we seriously going to assume that all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Matt Stafford is healthy, he's throwing the ball no problem, that's not affecting his game at all? I I, I think we, we forget these things. Just because we're not talking about it every single week, Yeah, and just because the team is saying, no, it's a manageable thing, it doesn't mean that the guy's not playing hurt. I understand it. We're in week eight. Everybody in the NFL is playing hurt. But Matthew Stafford's mm-hmm. probably this is just Shane speculating. Probably He's been pushing. playing hurt the entire time. Yeah. So there's you a can see it. it looks so bad. You, and you can see it right now. You can see it, and there's dysfunction in that locker room right now. Clearly, right? I mean, just this whole Cam Akers drama. If they oh were boy. clicking, if they were humming, and the team was winning, I guarantee you there would have been no drama. Yeah. But you're telling me Daryl Henderson is a more complete back than Cam Akers. Why is because why, why was he not getting starting time? And again, he's going to miss this week, so it's going to be the Daryl Henderson showing a tough matchup against San Francisco. But that th- these are the types of things that just infuriate me. Uh, there's yeah. dysfunction in the team right now for whatever reason. They yeah. it's that Super Bowl hangover, man. But I think that's interesting. We we got a question from our guy Bolly. He's asking Chase Claypool, the aforementioned Drake London, who they refuse to throw the ball to, or Curtis Samuel. What do what do you think about this one? <sighs> This one's kind of who's interesting.
1: Courtesy, of course, who's, who's Washington called? playing? I forgot.
0: Washington is going up against those Indianapolis Colts. Okay, so he, he's going. He's got he it's, it's a rough matchup. Offense. Well, I, surprisingly, no. I mean, he can move Washington, around.
1: That's the cool thing about him.
0: It, he, it he is, but Indianapolis up. is actually the second best defense against the pass right now. Okay, so it's, it's a buzz saw.
1: Dude, I, I'm ne- I'm never gonna sit Drake London like he's like he's a lock in lock and play for me no matter what. To be honest, for me, but Claypool, let me just tell you, Claypool can erupt with this this uh this matchup. So, but I'm gonna say London volume over everything, um, talent over over Claypool. Let's just hope and pray they actually throw it to him a little bit. Okay, so Drake London last
0: yeah. week one target.
1: Week oh my god! San
0: Francisco, four targets. Before that, he was averaging between six or seven targets a game. We're a long ass way from week two, where he received twelve targets in a game.
1: What the hell is going on? It's
0: dysfunction. I'm telling you, just it, this isn't me. But dysfunctional teams do dysfunctional things. All right. Things. And all right. The damn ball. I
1: Claypool. And- Claypool. I'm going. I'm. I'm feeling it. Claypool. I, let's do it then. Let's. Let's. Let that. 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 The term that showed me. Let's do it. Yeah. Claypool. Let's try it.
0: It sounds dirty. It sounds nasty. But Chase Clay, I think he has a matchup, dude. He's got the best matchup this week. And he really does. I don't love it. Curtis Samuel, same deal. Let, 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 let's look at Curtis Samuel's usage recently. Because it feels like he hasn't been getting the same usage either. And, of course, he's got Killer Heineke giving it a ball. But I don't know, man. Like Curtis Samuel had eight targets last week. Five against Chicago the week before. Eight the week before that. Curtis Samuel's got a pretty solid floor. Other than Chicago, I'm telling Boston, you they're they're, gonna, they're they're
1: showcase they're going to showcase Chase Claypool to get that second rounder they want from Green Bay because they're going to make they're going to make Green Bay just pine over this guy if he erupts. So I I, I feel I feel like they're going to try and showcase him a little bit for trade trade bait.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. The more I'm that's looking, what
1: I that's what I would do as a GM. I would try and make I would try and showcase him a little bit
0: it's close for me i mean look in a vacuum if drake london was getting the targets it'd be drake london yep i i i i'm gonna leave curtis samuel in this one i, I think that's my final wow answer. i'm gonna go on nice. this one split i'm he's, going he's Claypool. let's go we're, we're splitting this volley all right brother let's move on i have a few more flex plays that i want to talk about and listen he's an oldie but he's a goodie. Adam Thielen, Oh, yes. The Viking baby going up against the Arizona Cardinals. Another high over under game is 49 point over under. And the Vikings are have an implied team total of 26 points. Again, as much as you think that Adam Thielen's been a disappointment this year, Brandon, he's actually still averaging seven targets per game. And he's got a 97% route participation. He's similar to Josh Reynolds. He's tied for seventh with nine red zone targets. And he's. He's at a 19% target share, which again we don't we don't love it. We want closer to 20, 25%, but 19% it's because he's playing with Justin Jefferson. So I understand mm-hmm. that Justin Jefferson is the guy, but when up against Arizona, oh man, the, last week he had a 28% target share, which which I love to see. Earl Smith's actually a sneaky player that I like in this game. If you, if you need to flex
1: the tight end, 100% 100%. Is, yeah.
0: They're a third, yep. the Arizona Cardinals are third worst against the tight end position. And Irv Smith is actually decent at catching t- at touchdowns, but not to take away from Adam Thielen, I think Adam Thielen is set up to where if you're looking for a flex play as a wide receiver three, or yeah, he's, I still think he's, he's going to be a touchdown threat. Last year yep. and in previous seasons, he was just an absolute dog in the end zone, and he was catching all yep. those damn touchdowns. So he was getting four, five, six targets a week, but he was getting a, a touchdown every single week, which saved your week. I think there's a good opportunity for him to get in the end zone again this week, and just based on the fact that Minnesota Vikings are actually favored on the road going yep. up against Arizona this week, that's that's interesting to me. I mean, the Vikings are dare we say legitimate? Like they actually their team reflects their record. There's certain teams out there that you kind of you know, scratch your head. Like, are the Giants really this good? Is it sustainable right. for the entire season? What happens if they make it to the playoffs? Is it a buzz suck? Can they compete? The Giants, I would I would argue maybe not, because they just don't a complete team. Whereas the Minnesota Vikings on both sides of the ball are a pretty complete team. And Adam is a big part of that. So as long as the man can continue to stay healthy, which so far, knock on what he has been healthy. I like Adam Thielen this week in um an interesting matchup against Arizona. What do you think about that?
1: I love that. I, I mean, we, you know, throughout the week, I, I start, uh, saying, you know, we kind of talk about guys what we like for the week. And yeah, and we both were, all, we were both on Adam Thielen. So that I like that a lot. So I'm all yeah. in for that. I think you're right. I think the Irv Smith call too, is a clutch one. If you're struggling at tight end. Um, I think that one's a good one. Um, he, I think he will end up in the box this week. Um, I think he's going to vulture, you know, one of those play actions, you know, inside the five, you know, or on the two, you know, like something close like that and they'll you know, play actions, yeah, but, you know, somewhere in the corner. I've got a
0: few tight end streamers that will make mention at the end of the week. But yeah, I mean, look, Adam Thielen, he's not a sexy type player, but we were just talking about it again. I, you know, I have my starts of questions that you always want to get validation on that. And I, my question wasn't my flex play, am I starting Daryl Henderson in a 0.5 PPR or am my starting Adam Thielen. And Going up against San Francisco, it's going to be really tough for Daryl Henderson to produce. He's going to need to get in the end zone. And I don't know if he will be able to. So I'm yep. going to lead out Thielen in that case. So I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. And I'm starting out Thielen in my flex this week in an important matchup, because right now at like Brandon, like, I don't know if you just look at your, at your leagues, how many teams are four and three or three and four in your leagues. And really it's just a point differential. Like, the margins Dude, are still so tight because as much as it's it's that fucking wheel, roulette wheel <laughs> where it's like, all right, is Brees all going to get knocked out this week? I just hope Ooh. it's at the end of the game. I got Mark Andrews Man. going in a, in, a, in a game. Ugh. At least it was half. At least it was one point five PPR. I got seven points out of Mark Andrews, but studs are playing games and are losing games, so it's that roulette reel. Who's going to be reliable? And the fantasy gods don't pick and choose. It's going to, it's going to, this week is going to be my team. Next week, it's going to be your team that, that's been, that's going to be dodging the bullets. So yeah. you see a lot of parity in these leagues right now. And so these are must win weeks. Yeah, that I agree with you. It's going to help me win this week. I hope my like, Lord.
1: Right, I think you're right. I think give, you're give right. Give me a third guy. Give me a third guy. All right, my third guy is gonna be Raheem the King Mozart. I think he's gonna be a breakout candidate this week against the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions are the worst against the running back position in the le- in the league right now. He's in the best position. Um, I think, like I said, fifty one uh, points you know combined for this uh, for this game. I, again, yeah, everything is lining up perfectly for him. Um, he, I think, this is gonna be his breakout week. Uh, I don't like Chase Edmonds in this week because the Lions are actually better against running backs through the air versus the rush. Um, I, I feel I feel a forty-yard touchdown from Mozart is coming, <laughs> and I feel like he could actually erupt in a big, big way. So put him in DFS, put him in everything. I I, I have parlays involving him, and I, I'm actually very confident in, in this play he should smash and i i like this guy I, when he's healthy he, we all know he can play
0: have you have you watched a lot of the miami games like have you seen chase sometimes <laughs> yeah so yeah i feel like chase Edmonds looks just as good as raheem Mostert, except chase Edmonds can't squeeze the ball in the passing game like he is what i think five drops on the season yeah it's just been absolutely abysmal so i get it and Raheem Mostert. I mean, the biggest criticism about him and why people were so high on Chase Edmonds this season was just the fact that Raheem Mostert hasn't really shown the ability to stay healthy. But mm-hmm. in a season where it seems like every bloody running back is getting hurt, Raheem Mostert is 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 humming along, baby. And he's uh, a, he's
1: Detroit. Dude, Go against Detroit, ahead. and and then l- listen to his schedule: Detroit, Chicago, Cleveland, by Houston. <laughs> like, I mean, he Towards. for the next like five games, he can be a RB one any time of those weeks, and he's like he's actually a trade target. We we will have a trade cast at some point here, and we'll mm-hmm. talk more about Raheem. You should be trading for him,
0: Raheem the Machine Mostert. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a sharp play, man. I really do. And it looks like it looks like he's going to be a bit of a he's going to be high owned in in DFS this week, which is always yep. a good sign, right? In terms of your flex plays.
1: Yeah, he's 20,
0: a stud. 21% ownership in uh, in Fanduel that uh, our, our our metrics are projecting. I right think
1: I think he's good. I think he's gonna he's gonna end up being good chalk because he's good. Like I honestly feel like with with how this game could play out, he could be in the box twice. You know, like he can be. Yeah. He could he he can get he could have one of those games that uh, you know changes a slate, to be honest. I just want I, I I want this one to like so many of these games right,
0: with the high over-unders are not hitting, like you just bet the under and you're gonna be pretty successful this season. I just hope this one hits the over-under at least. I want I'm I want the overman. Give us something to root for, please, fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? I beg of you, I beg of you. Okay, um before I get into my next flex play, let's just a little bit of business here, Brandon, because yes, we sir. hail of cool at dfsarmy.com, and the bread and butter on that website is DFS Fantasy Football. Shocking, or actually DFS of all sports, but if you are new at DFS, or if you're a little bit reluctant to just take the dive, and you want to try it out, we do have an offer. If you follow it, the link is in the show description below. But it's www.dfsarmy.com forward slash free dash offer. Follow the instructions. Part of the instructions is going in and depositing at one of our partner sites. If you're going to be playing DFS, you're going to have to deposit anyways. So you might as well deposit the amount, come back, follow the instructions, and get one free month of DFS Army VIP membership and see how. Not why, how. So many of our VAP members continue to print money. Seriously, Twitter.com. I'm sure you heard of it. Follow at DFS Army. We are tweeting out all the helmets that are cashing. And every single week, every single slate, every single contest, we have helmets flashing money. So you want to be one of those people too, Brandon? DFS Army.com forward slash free dash offer. Now, I'm going to talk about my next favorite flex play of the week. And that's the Foreman of the Carolina Panthers. Go there we go. Those yes. Atlanta Falcons. This one kind of seems dirty, but just based on the <laughs> fact that Chuba Hubbard has been ruled out and yes. Carolina right now, man, like, can I just, can we just, I don't know if you guys can hear that. I'm clapping for PJ Walker. You know why I'm clapping for PJ Walker? Because the one thing we want For the quarterback is to make DJ Moore fantasy relevant. And guess what? (laughs) Guess what, Brandon? He was fantasy relevant this year last week. Just keep it up, PJ. Come on, keep it up. And you know who else we want to be? We want we want it to be DJ Moore and we want it to be Deonta Foreman, Raheem Blackshear. Yes should not get in the way of De- Deonta Foreman who look I get it he's now a few years removed whenever he touches a ball sometimes it doesn't look the prettiest but the dude gets freaking yards
1: he looks, he good. He looks production
0: yes he gets production and yep. this week going up against Atlanta who for their part is they're they're, they're a somewhat better than average run defense okay fine Deonta Foreman should be able to put up points and Deonta Foreman should be able to get into the end zone this week I like Deonta Foreman a lot. Yep. And what I liked about last week was that he had seven total opportunities. He put up 145 yards, Brandon. 145 yards on his opportunities. Didn't get in the end zone, but he's still extremely productive for fantasy football. Uh, to me, it's like it's kind of a no brainer for Deonta Foreman this week. If you got him, you're starting him. Like am I over am I oversimplifying this, Brandon?
1: No, I think you're I think it's right on the money. It, it has to be talked about. I'm, the injury to Chuba is big. Um I actually had a friend ask me about picking up either Chuba or Dante and I said Dante last week. Yep. Um and now with Chuba down. Let's go. Let's ride Sam. I'll call you out. Um let's, That's right. So I think I think Dante Foreman does what he's supposed to just like he did last year. Late last year he was awesome. It, it, hey. He actually he helped so many rosters last yeah. year so yeah. I don't understand why there's any hesitancy on Dante Foreman I think he's that's a great play to me
0: well I, I think that in
1: general I mean
0: on paper Chuba Hubbard was okay so who, who's going to be better who's going to get the opportunity share it was probably going to be a 50-50 opportunity share but mm-hmm. he ain't playing this week so it ain't they're not going to trust Blackshear I I, I would expect the form is going to get at least minimum 65% of the opportunity share this week. We got Nezzy or is it Nezzy's Nezzy? Oh. You know, yay, nay Nezzy. We got Tua or Burrow this week. So it's like choosing between two children for Brendan and Adam, but Brandon, who do you like out of these two options this week? Jamar chase is going to be missing some time, man.
1: Oh my God, dude. I think Tua could have a monster this week. Honestly, I think this game it's is got to be Tua. Right? I'm, I'm 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 just obsessed with this freaking game. So yeah, I can't get off of it. I I am I'm 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 two this week.
0: So the one thing I'll say is the Cincinnati Cleveland game is the Monday night game. Does
1: that make uh, any difference being in prime yeah. time for Joey B? Dude, this is like come on, man. Like this is you got no. Hey, either way, you're great. Like honestly, there's yeah. no bad answer here. You're probably gonna have a difference of maybe a few point four or five points. You know, like unless Tua goes off for fifty because you know Tyreek goes for one fifty and two tutties, which is possible. I mean, that's very possible with him. Um, he's uh-huh. he's what calling up? he's been, he's been calling himself out all week long on Twitter saying he needs to play better needs needs to get you know. So let's let's uh. Man, that's a that's a tough one because I I do like T Higgins matchup. I Tyler Boyd is another flex play we had. We were going to go into um I think I think Burrow's going to be just fine, but you know, I think for this game, I think Tua outscores Burrow this week.
0: Yeah, so when you look at just the implied team totals on this slate, of course, I need to pull it up here. So you've got a 45 over under, yeah. 24 point implied team total versus 27 27- uh, implied team total for the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins are on the road. Actually, they're both on the road, which ch- typically favors the, the passing game. Ugh, man, I, I I am actually leaning. I'm leaning Bro. Tua. Tua? I'm, I'm leaning Tua because of the matchup. I think going up against the Detroit Lions are going to be fireworks because you look on the back set, okay? Yes, Tua is going to be able to like the Miami Dolphins are going to be able to put up points. Can the Detroit Lions keep up and can they put up points? Yes. What do you look for in fantasy football? A good offense that has a bad defense. Both mm-hmm. of these teams have good offenses, bad not the best defenses. Okay.
1: It's going to shoot. Look out. at the
0: Cleveland Cincinnati game. It's still the NFC North. If we talk, want to talk about an over under for a game? Like t- these NFC North games are always slog fast. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's I'm betting the under on that game.
0: So yeah. I would probably bet the under on that game. And it could be just, it could just be one of those filthy grinding 21 to 20 type games, Cincinnati yeah. for Cleveland. Like so Cleveland's going to want to run the ball. That's how they're going to win the game. So I like to uh, just based on the fact that which team is more likely going to have to resort to the run and, and, and winning in a, in a ground and pound type game, it's going to be
1: an an AFC Bengals. North game, Cleveland and Cincinnati. Yeah. So I would err on, can- on that one. Mixon's going to have an uptick in production due to this Chase injury. I see it, I see some more um opportunities going his way. I I so they're going to have to get creative. They got to do it. Um Mixon is the guy, you know, he he's a great talent, so I'll unleash him a little bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I I'm going I'm going to a uh, I, I, like once you kind of like you just got to what are the range of outcomes? And, and if you talk about the scenarios and you just you know close your eyes and picture what's more likely to happen, I just see a grind-it type game in Cleveland and Cincinnati because Cleveland I Cleveland's right. not going to be able to keep up with Cincinnati if, if it's just going to be a, a run-and-gun type game. So it's going to be filthy. It's going to be nasty. I'm going to uh, – got another one let's from do. Lincoln. So I haven't read this one, so let's see if we can get through it. A guy offered – okay, so he was offered Justin Jefferson and Zacherts. Justin Jefferson and Zacherts for – his, Mark Andrews, and Christian McCaffrey. It's 1.510 in premium and dynasty. Ooh, okay. I still own Kelsey and Greg Dulcich, so it'll have good – Oh, uh, my Take dog. JJ. So you're taking Justin Jefferson over, just because yeah. he's got Travis Kelsey?
1: Yeah, because he has Travis Kelsey. Go JJ. But he's giving
0: up CMC, though. What, so what? Okay, what? What do you think? I mean – so you you're happy to get rid of CMC and Dynasty right now? Okay, in a uh, vacuum. Yeah. Which two players are going to put up more, more points in a point in a 1. 5, 10 in Premium League this season? Is it going to be Justin Jefferson and Zach Ertz or Christian McCaffrey and Mark Andrews? Uh
1: it's going to be JJ and Ertz. Ertz is going to erupt this week, by the way. Um I I think he's going to have a nice week. Um I I like this trade. I think JJ's I think it's a fair trade, especially when you got Kelsey yeah, and Greg Dolch. I I mean that that right it, there yeah, tells me man. do it. Do it, man. You got yeah. you have you're you're overweighted in um in in assets in tight ends. So may as well get yourself the normal wide wide receiver dynasty wide receiver, you know. Why not? <laughs>
0: the way i see it though so we, and then he's got joe mixon Kamar, and zeke and, and we're actually going to do I'm, a I'm dynasty centric show we were supposed to do it this week our schedule is just in the line so we're going to try to do a dy- dynasty centric show sometime next week lincoln so um thank Tune you for in. Up Tune in. yeah i don't know man I, I guess what you're looking at is okay cmc and Urch are both kind of getting up there right maybe there's maybe a few more years of fantasy production whereas jj and mark andrews they're gonna Three or four years, at least, of probably elite fantasy football production. Joe Mixon's getting up there in age. Alvin Kamara's getting up there in age. Zeke is pretty much washed. So, I mean, you've got a bunch of old running backs. So, I like the idea of selling high on CMC, but when so, my okay. Brandon is far more inclined to make trades than I am. I'm a little bit more conservative when it comes to fantasy football trades, and I know the value of these top tier tight ends, and especially in these tight end premium leagues, where if you have one of these players, it makes a difference. It makes a massive difference. I'm going to lean holding on to Mark Andrews and CMC and getting the championship this year. Okay. It's a completely fair trade. It's completely I wish
1: a Lincoln, are you playing Andrews? Are you stacking both of those guys in your flex? Is that what he's, I'm assuming he's running Andrews every single week in that league. Um, in his flex, I, oh, so. I, I
0: think I think he made the trade. Oh, you did make the trade, Lincoln. Okay, so the trade's done. So you just kind of get validation of which side you like. It's if I like a perfectly it, fine trade. It's a perfectly fine Dude. trade. What I've done it. Probably not, but I'm generally more conservative in my trades, which sometimes can burn I, I you, go right. I go Ryan, hard, bro. So let's get balls go. <laughs> to the wall, baby. Balls <laughs> to the wall. He wants Justin Jefferson. He wants the stud. You're rocking Travis Kelsey. I'm just thinking more. Yeah. So like, can you start? Um, you can start Zach Ertz in your flex in any given week. He doesn't get the same target share, obviously, but he's good for touchdowns.
1: Tight end it three is, on the season. Is, called that from. That's the spicy. Mofo, I called baby. that from draft. Is man. he actually tight end three right now? Yes. Lord.
0: Ah, in PPR leagues is ten and three. Fuck yeah. Okay. There you go, baby. All right, let's let's move
1: on, Brendan. Okay. Yes, have sir. you
0: given me any, any of your deep guys? Give me some of your deep guys. Quick, quick.
1: right fire. I got Tyler Algier. I think he's gonna have himself you know, a, a nice uh, workload Cordell Patterson is coming back next week. So I could see them riding Tyler Algier pretty hard this week because they know they got a guy coming in to get activated Cordell Patterson on next week's uh, deal. So the matchup is okay, but the last two weeks he's been getting 16 touches per game. Um, I think that's quite, that's a nice number. It could increase with it this week. Um, against Carolina you attack Carolina on the ground not through the air and I think Tyler Algier can get in the box and give you 16 to 18 touches and he's a three down back so he's going to get some catches as well so he's a nice safe uh flex I think for deeper leagues if you need if you need him
0: yeah no, I think that's a, that's a sharp one uh one of my deeper flexes or just I guess notable flexes Tony Pollard if you have him, it's finally it's yeah. time right you, you it's like time that. baby <laughs> Dude, he
1: he, he dude, he's gonna he's about to smash. Like, yeah. If if Zeke misses, I hope Zeke sits for three weeks. Um, you know, like just get get just get healthy, dude. Like, there's no reason to push it. I don't understand why he would want to push that when when he knows he's getting older. Like, you gotta start treating yourself different as you get older and you get that wear and tear. Um, just take a, take hit? a small break, dude. Yeah, just take a small you break. It wasn't a good hit, dude. It wasn't a good hit at yeah, all. That's him, so cool. It Tony does. Pollard, to so Tony Pollard, baby, yeah, go. You
0: finding a way to get into his lineup. Uh, Elijah Moore, Corey Davis is out. We, yes, do we really? Do we really trust Elijah Moore? I don't know. I'm putting him in,
1: but I'm putting him in in, in my team. deeper leagues.
0: Yeah, sometimes you I'm don't have a him choice. In. He's yep. he's perfectly reasonable. Chris Olave, locked and loaded, baby. At some point, we're going to stop, yeah. stop talking about Chris Olave as a flex. But where you drafted him, he probably is still a flex consideration. But I would say, and I think we agree. Right now you're lock and loading them. It's going to be Andy Dalton, which is interesting, yeah. right? Even though with um with Jameis Crab Legs is, is healthy, they're like oh. <laughs> Jesus Last Christ. week was kind of fucked up, right? Right, like that that the two picks yeah. at the end of the game. Wow, you know, that was wild. Evis- or so at the end of the half, just eviscerated the end of the half. Yeah, but I would still trust uh, Chris Olave. is a dog, man. And then James Connors ruled out, man. So, you know, Benjamin, lock him in. Week number one, yeah. he disappointed fantasy managers because he didn't get the end zone. And he just, like, he was getting the touches, but he didn't get the productivity. Last week, he got the touches, and he got the productivity. He exploded for, a, I think it was like a 21-point week in, in uh, PPR leagues or half PPR leagues. Mm-hmm. This week, again, lock up your Eno Benjamin. and. Ben, I have just a couple uh, uh, tight end streamers. We already talked about Irv Smith going up against the Jets. Jax strength 28th versus a position. Irv Smith is finally starting to come on as a third option in and in a reliable tight end option for Kirk Cousins. So I like that. Juwan Johnson. Los Saints going yep. up against Las Vegas. Again, Las Vegas all-strength 27th sure. versus a the position. They're just absolutely abysmal. And then yep. this is one where the talent should eventually – come to the service, but Mike Gozicki going up against Detroit. Detroit making mm. 24th against the position. We've already talked about this game a lot. It's going to be a high-scoring affair. Two weeks ago when Tua was out was the first week where he got seven targets in the game. And he got the touchdown. It was fantastic. Last week yeah. with Tua, didn't get in the end zone, didn't put up the the box score numbers, but he did also get seven targets, which was the most targets on the season so far with Tua in the, in the game, Brandon. So Mike Jazicki, if you need to stream a tight end, he's also a very reliable option. Also somebody, if you want to pay down for a little bit in your, your DFS lineups, I I think he's a fair consideration as well. So I hope you're wrong uh,
1: because I have a lot of waddle and hill parlays. I hope you're wrong.
0: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I I, need that. listen, Listen, I, I'm I, over the touchdowns it, for both those guys.
1: Brother, if you want to go to Vegas, we need Waddle and Hill to kill it and Mozart. Yeah,
0: hey. Listen, hopefully there's enough points so that everybody can uh, can get their get get their piece. But um is there any other players you wanted to talk about before yeah. we enter here, Brandon? I think uh, like a
1: ni- I think a nice matchup that has it's a low volume guy, but the matchup and he's a high end offense, it's Isaiah McKenzie. Um, he's going up against Eric Stokes and uh, 76 worst
0: coverage rating uh,
1: in the league. He's not very good, obviously. Um, I think they, they could probably, they probably had the time to scheme him open. Um, they I I'd probably identified this one, this uh, matchup. I just, I just kind of like Isaiah McKenzie this week. And, and it's just that matchup just screams to me, you know, like, He's going to get him on in man coverage a few times, and a, a big play can happen. And we know how the he fly, can make big plays.
0: The fly team total for this game is twenty nine points. It's it's fucking crazy, man. Like, yeah, uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be. The thing is though, it's still the NFL, and like the Green Bay Packers look like an absolute dumpster fire right now. Aaron Rodgers, he probably we called retired. that like we called that. Know, like, we've been talking about this on the show too, like. For Aaron Rodgers to come and shit talk his rookie wide receivers for not being ready, not being on the field, when Aaron yeah. Rodgers is making what fifty mil a fucking year, is refusing Make to better, be able bro. play in preseason in these optional OTAs. Like uh, we've we've heard a story now. I'm sure you've heard it, where like Peyton Manning would go and literally like travel hours, drive hours to get reps in with his rookie wide receivers. Yeah, that's what it takes to win. And I, mm-hmm. I understand that Aaron Rodgers has all the, the the team. Or the, the personal records out there, he's he's a study. He's an MVP oh, in the last two years. But Aaron Rodgers, you need to put the time in with these new people. You can't just – you have to take some responsibility. So it's frustrating as F. The only thing I worry about is that Buffalo is going to get so high up that they stop – they take the 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 wheels off the the pedal to the metal. They take it off the gas a little bit. Or Josh Allen is just going to go and say, fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. This is my league now, baby. This is his league, he's dude. He's going to put up. Isaiah McKenzie's gonna go five for 75 and get in the touchdown, get in the box. That
1: I think be, I like, I can yeah. see it, man. Um, but I I before we leave, I just want to say, you know, the Flex Flex Network uh fantasy football league that we created, you know, we got the battle of the Titans with uh trash man Matt. I'm you know, this is a big week. I know you don't got my home, so you know, I'll I'll see you in the playoffs, hopefully. We'll see. Shots, but uh you'll come fired. I, one, it's uh the first and second seed, you know, Moaz first, of course, but uh, you know, it's just how it, it's just how it is, <laughs> how it is. All right, okay, shots <laughs> fired.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Of course, dfsarmy.com forward slash free dash offer. Learn how to VIP, baby. Or learn, learn how to DFS as a VIP at fantasy or at dfsarmy.com. Thank you for tuning in. Good luck in week eight. So for Brandon, I'm Flex Shane, and We are the DFS Army Fantasy football show oh